Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Lon. Hey, Nadia. How's it going? It is hot out here, Lon. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> Man, yeah, climate change is real. <laughs> uh, well, it's the summer too, so anyway, shall we get into it? Let's jump in. Wanna start with uh Bilal and Shaida. So um, the more prenup, more prenup, more prenup. For <laughs> another me, another episode, another prenup yeah, discussion. For, for me, it wasn't even the prenup anymore. That was my takeaway. I thought it was really comedic how she was thawing out. What what was the that? Chicken. Was that chicken? Yeah, mm-hmm. it said chicken, but I've never seen chicken sliced up like or a cut of chicken that looked like that before. It looked like almost a sheet and she's thawing it out in the bowl. <laughs> That's um that looks like it was bought from Costco. Okay. Like those huge packs. Yeah. Yeah. They usually consist of like five, six mini slices, but because they're frozen, they're bunched up and it looks thick. Like oh, and you, and from far you think like you mean. Yeah. Oh from afar, God. like you think who the hell eats like such a thick cut of chicken? Oh, it's almost like a steak, right? But then when it's thawed then you kind of peel it away. It breaks off breaks. and yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is that? Yeah, I <laughs> the know. fact that she tried to put it in like a bowl and <laughs> that bowl is not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she needs a bigger bowl, but I think what she's trying to do is using the cold water to like try to thaw out parts of it. And then maybe she's going to flip it or something, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And no, Bill was looking at it and he was like, mm, I'm not so sure. Thaw that as a rock. Yeah. I think <laughs> he might need to thaw that out. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just going to put it here. And then they talk about the prenup again. So, I mean, more prenup stuff. And for those of who already know they're married, we already know that they were going to come to some kind of resolution about it. I don't know. Their scene wasn't really that big of a deal for me. She spoke with his mom and I already knew that his mom was just going to take his side so I don't know what the purpose of that was maybe Shaida trying to look for somebody who might see it from her side, from a woman's perspective. You know, the whole lead from behind, you know, is a, it's a nice little notion, but there wasn't much for me uh, to chew on except that scene where they're in the kitchen and <laughs> with the frozen chicken. So let me pick apart what you just said. So you think that the mom wasn't being objective because the mom is a marriage counselor. So mm. you think that she's siding with her son. So you don't think that any of the advice she gave was remotely objective or unbiased? The way I got to seeing it was it was still framed around their religious beliefs and, mm-hmm. and how, you know what I mean? It was, it Which was is like, very patriarchal. Right. I compared it to when the guy who had a relative, was it his dad, who was also a relationship counselor, but 
he was talking about the church. Do you remember who that was? Who was the one with the shoulder? What's her face? Oh, <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. When Tiffany they went and to Ronald, they went to yeah. Uncle. Yeah. yeah, and it was similar to that. In yeah. that, okay, I get it that you're trying to be impartial here or whatever, but at the same time, you know, you're seeing it from this lens of religion and not just re- this religion but a patriarchal perspective of it yeah and then she also was in the same way like oh in our culture you know the man leads and you need to lead from behind and stuff i get that maybe she was she could have been trying to be but to me the message was like you better sign the prenup girl <laughs> and lead from behind and i don't know what really that means like yeah you know it, to me, it feels like it's almost as if you're giving someone not false hope, but. <laughs> so, you know, I went through what people said about this particular scene. Yeah. And I've seen those memes where people think that Sharida is being gaslighted by the mom. So I can kind of understand because the mom does sound like, okay, well, what's the big deal? Like, just yeah. sign the papers. And she even. I wouldn't say gaslight, but more of like guilt tripper. And when she said, well, God wants agreements in writing. And I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Okay, God decreed that, really? Yeah. Okay, okay, well, I mean, that's her beliefs. And she's a marriage counselor who uses Islamic scriptures to advise her clientele. And that's her shtick. That's fine. Some people want that, right? When I listen to her give advice I turned to my husband and said doesn't she sound pastory to you you know like a pastor giving yes advice but using the bible as a guide right so she's the muslim version of it you're right and for followers of that religion they do look for I guess spiritual guidance right that's yeah the spiritual right, guidance right right that I think okay. Shaida's wanting to get out of it because she's probably at her wit's end by that point and she's like well let me turn to a marriage counselor who can give me spiritual advice on my on the situation do i agree with it uh, not all of it i think i'm too much of a feminist to agree with like leading from behind and the man is a leader you should always listen to him type of advice it's like she was trying to put a positive spin on spin something. on the prenup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you know? I, yeah. But I like, though, how Shaida, she did get a positive takeaway from it in that mm-hmm. she was like, you know, this thing that I was actually wanting to get protection for, he was willing to give it anyway without me even asking. It was almost like she was kind of seeing it. Well, maybe I was over here kind of jumping the gun. He was willing to give that to me without even asking for it and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, you know. I guess in the end it worked out, which we all kind of knew it would. <laughs> yeah. I just don't like how she frame it as, oh, I'm the troublemaker. It's been me that needs to yeah, I got lower that my, too. like be humble or like lower my ego or swallow my pride. And I'm like, no girl, all your hesitations and reservations are justified. Like you shouldn't back down now, <laughs> but I think we all know the outcome. So I guess she did back down or they did sign the prenup. But anyway, latest sighting of the couple, I think someone spotted them outside by the pool. So I guess it's happily ever after for Shahida and Bilal. Mm. Now, take note of what Bilal's mom, the type of advice that she gives, right? And, you know, she's Muslim. 
Now compare and contrast that with what Muhammad's mom told him, which I thought very secular and very on the nose in terms mm. of hey, when in Rome, right? Adjust yourself, like adapt to her and adapt to wherever you are, and don't control her. Let her do what she wants to. It's the total opposite of. I want to say guilt tripping someone. So I hope viewers can see that it's not a Muslim thing. Right. It's more of like a, a person's point of view. It was very surprising. It's kind of like when people make the argument, and this is just very general or very basic. Whenever, let's say, there's a cultural difference here in, in America, it can be any cultural difference. It can be maybe a Native American custom or a Mexican custom. And Americans are like, this is appropriation and you shouldn't do this. But then you ask somebody from the country and they're like, well, we don't mind. And there's always two sides of the argument. They're like, okay, well, are Americans only the ones making a fuss out of this? Or is there really some some truth to it, you know? And yeah. I've seen those little social experiments where Americans are like, that's fucked up. You know, you shouldn't do that. You know, Cinco de Mayo, blah, 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 blah. And then they ask a Mexican person and go, oh, it actually doesn't offend me. I think that person is really appreciating it, you know, drinking tequila and stuff. So it's almost like the lens is like, we might think it some way, but other people might think it another way. But then on both sides, there's people that think, you know, maybe both ways of it. So it was kind of like that, yeah. where here in America, you know, Bilal's family is, oh, super by the book, do it like this. For Muhammad, he is by the book. But then when mm -hmm. he talked to his mom, the mom was like, oh, man, you need to chill yeah. out, man. And that's his mom. Who was the other woman? Was that his uh, sister or grandma? I forget. But there were two women there. Yeah, probably it's his. Yeah, yeah and they were both they're just both chilling and they're yeah. like what, what are you doing <laughs> and it's they're like, doing that yeah. side profile like they, the camera's there but they're sitting yeah on the side. <laughs> and they're just like they're just chilling yeah and again even though he's from there they both see it completely different different yeah right yeah and, even he's um, amazed even yeah he, said he was amazed that and he said mom... i disagree with my yeah. <laughs> but because he's my mom i'm open to compromising and yeah you know, I, I was shocked. I was shocked too because okay. typically moms would like be very partial to their own son or you know their own child. Mm -hmm. And in this case, the mom was like telling him to SDFU, stop being grumpy, stop imposing himself on her. And I thought, wow, that's yeah. a refreshing change. That's such a, a nice outcome of this conversation, I guess, which then led to him proposing, which is... I don't know about you, Lon. It's a very awkward chain of events. Like, <laughs> he took her out to where all the outdoor heaters are. And there's yeah. like a fire pit in the middle. And I wonder if he's trying to tell her like, oh, I now accept fire. <laughs> fire is good. Yeah. <laughs> After like shitting on the fire ceremony in the last episode. Like, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he was kind of like bringing attention to it. Like, I mean... He was like, hey, here's fire. And yeah. she was like, okay. And then... I'm okay with this. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with this now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> my mom told me to. Yeah, yeah. And then when he presented the flowers and she took a quick look and then next thing you know, he was on his knee and I don't know. It was too quick. Like the timing was it like kind of off. It felt quick for me too. Yeah. It was almost like 
forget everything that just happened the last four episodes, five episodes, or for some people since the beginning of the season, right? It all just vanished away. Yeah. Like, wait, are we sure that there's unresolved issues here? And I get it. He's saying that okay, I, I can accept you as you are, and I think that we can do this. I like how he said it during the interview. How he. I forget exactly how he phrased it, but like he's willing to work on it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it it did. It felt rushed. And yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> it, it felt like a sudden change of mind. Yeah. It happened too quickly. <laughs> it just was like, wow, okay. But I always knew she wanted to get married anyway. Mm. So I think she would have said yes. I just think she would have said yes. It didn't matter. She would have said yes. She was looking for she um, really wants to settle down and she wants to get married so of course the answer is yes and they're still together okay we know it people have cited them at airports so i'm glad that they're still together this whole thing could have easily been an act from the get-go yeah speaking of act not that it's any act or facade or whatever Kara got married. Congratulations. Congratulations to everybody. I'm sure most of them are already married. I, yeah, I didn't double all, check, but <laughs> yeah, they're all married. I checked. Even okay, anyway, let's I won't jump the gun. <laughs> but Kara got married. It was really sweet. I love her look. I think she went for like a old Hollywood look, which really suits her. Right. Yeah. Uh, my only pause. For this whole scene is how the hell is Guillermo driving? Does he have a valid license? <laughs> we report him. <laughs> it's already set up. Because <laughs> even the folks on Pillow Talk is like, oh, what? Wait, he's already driving? He got his driver's license? Like <laughs> some people like have been here for five, six years and they still haven't got their license and Guillermo is already driving himself. Maybe they're just get behind the wheel and don't get caught kind of, kind oh, of yeah. thing. <laughs> Maybe short distance. Maybe it's back country, right? So yeah. he can drive anywhere. But yeah, I was just like, wait a minute. How is he in the car and driving himself? Okay, well. Yeah. This episode for me reminded me what I liked about Guillermo and Kara from the beginning. They were having fun. You can tell they really do care about each other. They love each other. They're a young couple. Kara was flexible. Like, she's like, well, you know, the beer house isn't really, it was a beer house, right? Or something. Looks Some like kind it. of German yeah. beer house. I forget exactly what she said. And she says, it's not exactly what I wanted. But she said that you, she used the word budge. She's like, he, he deserves it. And this is something I wanted to budge on or something mm -hmm. like that. So it showed her flexibility. And to pull it off in three weeks, really incredible. But just to see them like happy and playful, it reminded me that like, this is why I really liked this couple in the beginning. There's obviously the drama for the show, but I really liked them. And at the end, when she turned around for a spanking and he's just like, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> I forgot what she said. What did she said? Like, take me home or I forget what. And then like, she oh, am I a wife a, or something? She did a little cute thing. Yeah. And he just gave her a nice little spank. I was like, I could cute. see that being fun. Yeah, like, you know what? If it's not like that, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I just like it playful. I think, yeah, I yeah. think sometimes people are too serious with it. And like, I would want someone to be really playful. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. It shows that they're a genuine couple. When yeah, 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 yeah. Gives me hope. And speaking of hope, I guess this, I wouldn't say hope, but Miona and Jibri moving out 
is there hope for them you think yeah uh, i think there's a lot of hope so here let me say jibri and miona i think are a strong couple i think mm. they care they really do care about each other i think when it comes to hope i'm really hopeful that as a couple they're going to make it they're going to experience struggles and stuff but you know with the tlc paycheck who knows yeah for me it was the strained relationship with the parents you could tell they were not happy and he tried to make it seem like it was going to end on a good note and stuff like i'm going to be all right mom i'm going to make you so proud you know it wasn't the feelsy lovey-dovey goodbye son good luck kind of goodbye mm-hmm. it was i don't want to talk to you and then he left and they just stormed into the house the mom especially was like i can't you know and walked. i just can't i yeah. just can't yeah and i was like wow like is this really how you're going to it say made them look bad son? yeah because it seems like they're being petulant and they're like oh okay we don't get it our way well yeah get, you know yeah And you know, I liked his attitude about it. He was like, "I got to say goodbye to my mom. We're not promised tomorrow. I don't know, you know." But his mom and dad were both they're making a really big mistake. I forgot how he phrased it though, which I thought was insightful. Something like write a passage like at some point of your life you need to decide. Something like that. Oh, they commented about how impulsive he is. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. I forgot to say it. When we act impulsively, there are consequences, consequences. and something about these are going to be the consequences of his actions or yeah. something and it was going to be the strain on uh, their relationship, them not being able to attend the wedding. But yeah. my counter argument was that this wedding wasn't supposed to be for you. Like Miona clearly said, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to have two and maybe you can't make the first one, but we're the first one's just going to be the first one. It's going to be at Joshua Tree and We're going to have another one for the family and stuff. So what are you really complaining about? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I mishear that? I don't hear the two part. I was going to ask if you want to know the consequence because, I mean, I know where they are at right now. They're still in California. They're living in Palm Spring. Mm. So they're living their best lives in California. I guess Miona got what she wanted. Uh-huh. I don't know what happens between them and the parents. I don't know if the parents have reconciled with the fact that they're not going to be based out of what is it South Dakota? Is it South Dakota? I think yeah. yeah, South Dakota. I guess you know as a couple they're probably California dreaming all the time. They've harbored like high ambitions for themselves and South Dakota is never going to be the permanent stop. It was just a pit stop to Yeah. Sunny California. So yeah, I'm glad that they're still together. So Another happily ever after. Yay! <laughs> uh, all right. Shall we continue on with Emily and Kobe and temperature? Okay. So of all the couples, I think this is the one that's in the most trouble. <laughs> so temperature is back and <laughs> causing more trouble. And it wasn't really obvious, but I think he's putting into Kobe's mind about finding a community in in a Ohio, Columbus or something Ohio. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio. Of the other Cameroonians. Yeah. And we don't know for certain whether he's saying you should just leave or whatever, but what we do know is that Emily took his iPad and saw that he was looking up one bedroom apartments. So, two questions for you. How do we feel about telling secrets to close friends? Mm. 
right? Because I know people have different views on that. And I think you and I have discussed this in previous episodes already. Mobile privacy. Right? <laughs> we all have, and I think you and I are on yeah. different sides of that. I understand your point though, but like, so we'll start the secret of her being pregnant. Do you tell? I mean, how do we feel about telling secrets to close friends? Because that was his defense. You weren't supposed to tell anybody. He's my close friend. He's not just anybody. anybody. I yeah, guess. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I um, feel like her attitude towards it is very high school. Like, oh, mm. th- this is a secret between you and me. You're not supposed to tell anyone. But like, I can understand why he told temperature. It's probably because it's all pent up and he has no one to talk about it to. So he needs someone to air his grievances or just to release the news to someone to share it with. And he probably trusts temperature because like, who's he going to tell that will jeopardize the trust between Kobe and Emily? Like Emily's keeping this a secret from her family. Mm -hmm. So I think as long as it doesn't get to her family, I think it should be fine temperature is not close to her family why would he right. leak that news to her dad or to her mom or to her sister that's why i thought it was okay and emily's just overreacting about the secret thing and then the point about the mobile device yeah i think it just so happened that she saw it i don't want to comment about whether she should be seeing that because sometimes you just can't help it you pick up an ipad you see the notification i think it's more about how she reacted to it that i right. do like because right. <laughs> it was, again, overreacting. And she was being the bitchy Emily that most of us are not fans of. Like, she's being controlling. She was saying like, okay, no more of this Ohio search. You know, they were not moving to Ohio. It's like, okay, the guy gets it. The guy gets it. Just let it go already, you know? Right, right. I'm actually in agreement with both. You know, I think when it comes down to relationships... I get that there are secrets, but I also understand that people need an outlet that's not their partner. Yes. They just, they need to talk to people outside of just their partner. It has to stay between us. Okay, well then who do we vent to? Who do we speak to that's going to maybe be uplifting or maybe not treat us the way our partner is with all the baggage that comes with being inside the relationship? Yep. And temperature was a safe bet. Like, mm. what's he going to do? He's going to rat you out? to your parents you know what i mean like no temperature isn't gonna say shit so like i understand you know and i bet emily was probably talking to her friends or whatever maybe not to her sister or i don't know but she's probably got friends she talks to like we all do right yeah listeners don't lie like (laughs) you have people you turn to even if there are particular things you don't normally say i'm of the belief you know that if we have drama and stuff we try to resolve it between us and you know not air out our dirty laundry But I'm going to understand if maybe, you know, you go to your sister about it or you go to a friend about it. You just have to really be selective. If you're going to somebody who obviously likes you and is trying to get between us, then I'll be like, well, why are you telling him? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You obviously know this guy has been hitting on you for the last two months. Like, you know what I mean? I would have my qualms. You would just have to be really selective. But in this case, I think temperature was a safe bet. So I think like she maybe could have tried to understand him more. And about the mobile privacy whether you allow it or not allow it, my problem is, is that if you do or if you don't, it's that when somebody sees it without the context, 
they make up their own context. Yeah. And that's what her thing was, mm. was like she saw it. And the problem isn't that she saw it. It's that she wouldn't believe his truth. And I don't know what the whole truth is. None of us really do. But at least like if what he was saying was true, she wasn't like having any parts of it. And that's where I think the problem comes in is if you see something or stumble upon something without any context, you're going to make up your own. And, you know, I speak from experience. I think I've told this story many times is I had a relationship where someone didn't trust me. And in order to give them that trust, I said, yeah, like you have access to everything, but they would just go and they would check my emails, check my bank statements, check my phone records without asking me about anything. And they would concoct their own narratives of what was going on. And they connect dots that weren't supposed to be connected. And before you knew it, they have an entire story of why I'm cheating. Yeah, And, And I was just like, wait. I do not understand where the story is coming from. And then they're like, well, you know, I connected this to this and this to this. And I saw that you did this and this. There's no context. And then if there's nothing you can say at that point that will make them believe it, because <laughs> to them, it, that's what the story is. You know, like you said, it's how she reacted after she saw it. Like, are you going to let him explain, you know, or are you just going to go off and believe what you're going to believe about it? Mm. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Poor Kobe. <laughs> Are they still together? Apparently, yes. They're still together. Really? Yeah. I mm. think she's about to give birth or she has already given birth. I thought I read something about... I think she's about to, if I'm not wrong. Are we nearing the end? This episode felt like almost close. I think it's Like close. we're wrapping up, it, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, because yeah, Kara is probably the first to go through a marriage ceremony. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure like next week will be Ari and Beanie. Oh, that's right. I saw the trailer for that. Right. And thanks for reminding (laughs) me. So yeah, like just to close out this whole thing with uh, Emily and Kobe, like I think Kobe telling temperature is fine because I think, you know, it's like telling his buddy about what's happening with his life, right? I think where it crosses the line is like when Ari confided in Leandro Leandro. about Beanie and her problems. You know, Leandro and her has that thing where they still... Be selective. hmm. about who you're talking to obviously it's not as easy it's not black and white there are outliers and exceptions and like leandro's that's definitely like a no-no your ex yeah that's completely different yeah all right last couple patrick and thais what do we think about their visit to boston Boston. (laughs) that preview was so deceiving i thought she was going back to brazil yeah yeah. and then and then he was talking about oh but she's going to be a flight risk blah 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 so i'm going to take her to boston to meet yeah it was just editing her of her going out the door to the car yeah not her leaving for the airport to fly out or whatever it's not like she's (laughs) like oh okay well daddy told me to go back so here i am packing and going back to brazil that is so deceptive but yeah anyway go for it long crash and burn I think the sister nailed it when she said, I think you want to be with Patrick, but you don't want to stay in the U.S. Mm. And it can be that way. Relationships are complicated. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, I want to marry Patrick and stay here. No. Like she can miss home. She can miss her dad. She can totally not want to be in America, but still want to be married to Patrick. And I think the sister nailed that one. And then when his mom, I don't know, but she said, you know, that 
She said, she you better not run away with my grandkids or something. That was uncomfortable. <laughs> that was shots fired, man. Yeah. Like she gave that warning shot and I was like, Ugh, is that necessary? Like, do we want to talk about it now? <laughs> like, they're not even married yet. And then she's already talking about, you better not run away with my grandkids to Brazil or whatever. And I'm like, dude, like you said, she can get married to Patrick and not want to live in the US. Right. And if they both agree to it, then what, what does it matter what others think, you know? Right. And I hate when Americans do that. Why do we believe that we own that part of the family? When mm. Why is it automatically, well, you're staying in America and that's the ultimatum. This is, you are not taking my... No. Well, can't her dad say, well, you're not taking my grandchild or you know, the dad can say the same shit. Yeah. You're not going to take my grandchild to live in America. Yeah. I mean, why do we always got to be the ones that are like, you're not taking my thing to another country? Like, no, <laughs> it's always like that. And why do we feel that we're the ones? And I get it. I don't know. We're always like that. And yeah. um, is the fallacy that U.S. is the best place to be. And that's what I'm thinking. And automatically, we're going to think that other countries aren't as good as America. Mm -hmm. Other countries maybe are not as prosperous and stuff. But we don't know jack shit. If y'all ever really read the statistics on the top 100s and the blah, blah, blahs, who ranks in the top 25th percentile of education and, and healthcare and all these things? Not the U.S. <laughs> like, we're so bad. Sorry. <laughs> Hate to burst your bubble. Yeah. Like, but it's not us. So, like, for us to think that, like, automatic, well, it's a no-brainer. You're not taking my grandchild anywhere. Like, okay, well, how do you know that this is the best place? Anyways, aside from that, I don't think the mom wants them to get married. I get the sense that she thinks that they're not ready Mm, okay. to be married not that she's preventing them from getting married I think she wants to see Patrick settle down but mm. she's being protective because well and the sister too right that's why the sister was like well I'm not getting a lot of info from her and mm -hmm. she did express her suspicion at least I'm not sure if that's the right word but she said that Thais's answers were vague she may be immature or not ready to be married. So I think both the mom and the sister was coming from a place of being protective of mm. Patrick and kind of sizing her up and not getting that conclusion of that they're ready to be married. I felt that too. And I feel bad for Thais because I think it was a language barrier. Mm. I think if she could speak to them the way she speaks to Patrick, where yeah. she just unloads in Portuguese, right? Yeah. But yeah. of course, when they're asking her these questions, she can only say in her limited English, which is right. still good. But like yeah. to go in depth into it when she says, yeah, I love him. He's got a great personality. Mm. And that was just boom. That was just it. Yeah. You know, and, and in my heart, I was like, we need more than that. You know, and she said, why do you love him? He's just got a big heart or whatever. I forgot the answer. And it was too succinct, I think. They need more. They, need, they I, want more. Yeah. So and I, I was think just, that's also the problem of like some Americans is that they want to hear an essay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. They want to hear a fucking poem. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they they want you to profess that love yeah. in a love song. You know what I mean? And I'm like. Met. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Once upon a time. Up. You know. Yeah. I think they need to be cognizant of the fact that English isn't her first language. And so. She may not be able to express herself well. She may not be able to tell their love story in English. 
they just have to take it for what it is and maybe get the story from Patrick. But I guess, you know, she's on the hot seat and they want to, like I say, size her up. They want to see what she's about, whether mm-hmm. she's serious, whether she's going to run back to Brazil. And I get it. She's not helping herself because, like you said, Thais's English is limited. But I think the family should also be compassionate about the fact that Thais is probably not comfortable communicating in depth in English. So, mm-hmm. Do you know if they're... Yeah, they're still together. Okay. <laughs> this season, I would say that all of them are still together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure about Emily and Kobe, but I think they're still together. Obviously, Bini and Ari still together. Someone spotted them, Bini and Ari. So... Here's a question. It doesn't relate. It's not really relevant. Sure. But it was big enough for it to be a distraction to me. Uh-oh. And again, it's not really relevant, y'all. And I hope y'all don't crucify me for this. I'm just curious. Do you believe that his sister fell on ice? <laughs> that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. There were you times know- when it was really like the yeah. red was really coming out. And I'm just like. As opposed to what? Her being an MMA fighter or getting into a brawl? Maybe? I think that looked like a physical altercation to me. I don't know. I thought of that too. But then my husband and I, we watch a lot of fail videos. Mm. And we, we know that. And he's from Massachusetts. So he knows that the ice can get you. And people fall a lot, losing grip of the ground. And I don't discount that. So when she clarified that with the producer... I was like, yeah, okay, it's believable because it's Boston. It's believable that she fell. Is it believable that you got a black eye from it? Yeah. We don't have to harp on it. It's not important. It's completely irrelevant and has nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, the producer asked about it and it was pretty much in like 80% of (laughs) of the scene for like Patrick's story. And it was just like, wow. Anyway. Anyway, what is your WTF moment? WTF moment... Let's see. I guess for me, it was Eve and Muhammad. I don't think I expected it to be this quick. I was surprised mm. at how quickly Eve said yes. And I knew she wanted to get married. I knew she did. You know, she's really all about him, but it was very sudden. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, that was like WTF. Yeah. Yeah. For me, first of all, I, I want to say the MVP of this episode is Muhammad's mom. <laughs> for schooling him but in terms of WTF I want to say Emily just because like you say she concocted her own conclusion and narrative about that one bedroom search notification that she saw on the iPad and I'm like yeah I mean come on he's doing farm work for you guys come on give right. him a break <laughs> and you know he wants to be with his son yeah you know what I mean yeah so uh, yeah. And anyway, she's too much during this episode. <laughs> oh, two more reasons to not like her. Anyway. All right, Lon. Uh, we've come to the end of our coverage of last week's episode of 90 Day Fiance. Do you have any other recommendations that you like to make to our listeners? Don't listen to, to any negative reviews of The Gray Man. I really... Ooh. If you are looking for an action-packed movie the gray man star-studded it has chris evans brian gosling anna de armas and uh and a a few other a-listers oh yeah anna de armas is beautiful (laughs) but aside from that 
amazing action sequences. I think there's a bit of humor in it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it if you haven't seen it already. Mm. Well, I just finished season one of Only Murders in the Building. Mm -hmm. And I'm on season five of Outlander. Season five of Outlander. Mm. Right, 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 right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For of six seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I finished... And this is already an old season, but it's new on Netflix. I binged the uh, latest of Married at First Sight. Yeah. Okay. But it's an older season. It's already aired on TV. Okay. Okay. All right, Lon. Any other last words to our listeners? Aside from stay cool. That's pretty much it. Stay cool, y'all. Yeah. I'll be watching that uh, 90 Day Fiance UK. I know that's out on Peacock. What? Was it? Is it Peacock? Oh, shit. No. Sorry. Cross promotion right there. Discovery <laughs> Plus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Discovery Plus. I don't have Discovery Plus, but... I don't. Either. I was actually going to ask you, Lan, maybe should we start watching that? Because I know the next season after 90 Day Fiance Season 9, the next series is... 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. And we talked about the lineup. We don't and we're like not, the lineup. Yeah, we don't yeah. like the lineup. So I, I thought, should we start watching the UK version? But spoilers, there's a UK version of Big Ed, apparently. Someone who's fetishizing a Filipina. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you have... I'm interested already. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you won't be able to watch it because you're like, oh, another... Uh, you know, it's, it, it's another a, it's crack a tough... The Filipino, Filipina stereotype. Um, it's it's definitely a tougher watch because I take it personal. But I mean, I'm I'm always down. I mean, it's it is 90 Day Fiance after all, and I think the Philippines is a uh, popular destination. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Let us know uh, what you think. If yep. there's a preference. Yeah, if you're watching the UK version of 90 Day Fiancé, I think it's new, it's season one. Tell us what you think. Tell us if we should be watching it, you know. Or if there's any other shows that you want to recommend, let us know. In the meantime, like, subscribe, follow, share this podcast, spread the word so we can grow our community. And thank you for listening. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can also find us under listener support on anchor.fm and donate for as low as 99 cents or on Patreon at WTF Extra. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Don't forget to like, share, and follow the podcast.